Yo, AJ, how's it going? Sup, dude. Sup, right. dude. How about yourself? <laughs> I'm good, man. I'm good. Just celebrating the 4th of July in style, you know, inside, windows closed, air conditioning on. That's <laughs> how people celebrate holidays like this, right? That's how I want to celebrate this one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then, not, then... not feeling the, the fireworky mood this year, but um, <clears throat> we'll see. I might, uh, there might be a show going on. I might go check it out. We'll see. I, I like that you changed fireworks into an adjective. Fireworky <laughs> mood. I love it. I love it. That's, that's pretty much uh, par for the course over here on Without Parole. We're just making up words I, as we go. What is it? What's happening? What did I miss? Ooh. Time to start the show. Let's do this. Oh, okay. Time to start the show. Let's do it. <laughs> This is PSVR Gamescast Live, where we film live every single Monday, Wednesday, and Friday right here on PSVR Without Parole. You're watching it right now. You might be watching it live. Type something in the chat. We'll see if it pops up. Maybe it's there. We'll let each and everyone know if you're live. You know, if, if you type something in the comments and then it pops up later, well, and we don't say anything in response to it, yeah, you're not watching it live. Kind of a weird way to figure shit out, but that's how we're going to do things today. My name is Brian Popnishan right here, PSVR Without Parole, and the gentleman to my right from the deep, deep, deep. Deep South. It's AJ from the Underground. <laughs> what is up, man? What is up, Game Cats? Happy Fourth of July Day. Hopefully, you got some beers and some good grilling next to you while you watch. And if not, then that's what we're here for. I had a beer in one hand and a hot dog in the other. Then I just realized, that <laughs> yes, it maybe didn't look like the way I was. <laughs> projecting it to look it's like i'm i'm celebrating the fourth in style over here i got a cock in each hand aj sucking them down sorry for anyone with headphones on <laughs> also sorry mom i like self so included <laughs> guys don't forget if you don't like watching us live gee i can only wonder why um then make sure you just hang out for a little bit and then eventually sci-fi game cat henry will have the timestamps up and running on the show after the fact and if you don't like looking at our faces or me sucking off a couple of dicks on the fourth of july uh then you can always listen to this on podcast services of your choice the link for all this stuff in the description below uh, as is the link for aj uh aj's channel psvr underground uh, usually when i'm not doing stuff over here he's doing something over there to keep you guys entertained not right now i'm on vacation <laughs> yeah. That's what I said. usually <laughs> for the most part out of my vacation my slumber uh but no i was happy to do it man i wanted to celebrate with the some, cats some of the cats in the chat have uh have, have uh noted that you sound a little bit rough are you are you got a little bit of a cold going on no i sound great uh, I mean, I feel great. <laughs> I sound great. You're lying. Something's wrong with your headphones or speakers. Uh, no, man. All, All is right. good here. All right, cool. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I was going to mention it before the show. I thought you sounded a little bit of stuffy. Um, so whoever in the chat thought so, they are not alone. Uh, we're all just concerned about you, man. That's all it is. We're just really Thank concerned. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know what else to say, man. I don't know what else to say. I think uh, maybe first and foremost, uh, 
if you don't already, uh, if, you don't, if you're not already a member of our Discord server, you should probably click the link in the description below and join us over on Discord. That's where weird ass conversations like this happen pretty much 24 uh, seven. It's sometimes about PSVR, sometimes it's not. Usually it's not these days. We've got a lot of other stuff going on, uh, but you can always check out the PSVR release calendar and PSVR two list of confirmed games over there. Or uh, as you'll see today, you can leave your questions for the show in a channel called the Viewer Takeover. Uh, we picked a lot of. See, Peter, the underground game count parole says you sound stuffy. It's not just me. All right. It's not All just right. me. Okay. I, Confess. I admit Confess. I drank a lot last night. <laughs> oh, you're hungover. Maybe, maybe that's what it is. <laughs> you're supposed to be hungover on the 5th of July, AJ, not the 4th of July. <laughs> I, I was one day too early. <laughs> <laughs> you pre-gamed so much, you missed the day entirely. Um, it was worth it. Uh, I don't know what we're talking about. Oh, yeah, join our Discord. Link's in the description below. We're going we're gonna to tackle a lot of viewer takeover questions today. We've got quite a few. Uh, but honestly, i, I got to say, uh, there's a lot of cats out there who support the channel in all sorts of different ways. Um, oh, hey, I was I feel like I was just about to go into GameCat name changes, and I, I totally forgot it was Monday, so I don't have them ready. Uh, uh, I apologize. But, some, you know, some people change their name to GameCat, and some people uh, support us on Patreon.com slash Without Parole Games, where you get all sorts of exclusive stuff. Uh, you get a monthly AMA and, a, uh, and now a monthly... Why, episode of why we love just started that off this past month um that's for the five dollar tier for the three dollar tier you get uh your name scrolling down below and access to, to voice chat over on our discord um <clears throat> but you know what another way that people support us is by tipping here in the chat and sometimes the show is just so chaotic and there's a lot of comments and there's a lot of shit that we miss some of the important tips uh like 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 pedro pedro i screw that up <clears throat> pedro right there in the chat with a ten dollar tip says wrecked is that is that an, is that is that a hippopotamus okay um but in, in on friday show we actually accidentally missed a tip from our good friend looper the underground game cat it was a five euro tip he says i don't know how fine arashi is because it's, only, it's been out for almost a year and has never gone on sale which made me wonder aj Dead ringer in the chat said AJ's videos frozen, LMFAO, and I'm not sure if you're just being very stoic or if your video's frozen. Guys, I don't think AJ's here anymore. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened for for. Oh, great, great. That's nothing wrong with the formatting here. Nothing wrong with the format here. Wow. Okay. Well, uh, hey guys, uh, Brian Paul, PSVR without parole. Uh, I, don't, I have no idea what just went on over here. Uh, I wonder if we're gonna be able to get him back on the show. I don't know the answer to this question, man. I really don't. Uh, so I'm just going to hang out over here, and hopefully he'll rejoin the call. Uh, if, any, if you see him in the chat, uh, let me know, because I don't, I don't know what happened to him. <laughs> how funny would that have been, though? Seriously, how funny would that have been if AJ just fucking pretended like he was frozen and just let that joke go on a very, very, very long time? I think that would have been absolutely great. 
Um, Darth Vader with a $2 tip says, uh, hope you're all well on the 4th of July. Thank you, Darth. We hope you're well as well. Um, let's see. No, no text from AJ and, uh, and, and no word from AJ in the chat. You know, he's, he's had, he's had a pretty crappy internet connection recently. Um, so, you know, what? Uh, until he comes back here, let me just, it's gonna, there we go. It's gonna slide me over here. How's that? Pretty good, right? Um, anyway, guys, uh, let's take care of some of these uh, viewer takeover questions in the chat. I uh, know. I'm sorry. I, I take it all back. Uh, we we're gonna talk. We we're gonna talk about Looper's question before we even uh, before we even moved on to this. Um, <clears throat> and, and Looper was talking about uh, about Arashi having never been on sale in the first year uh, after release and. Uh, so, I mean, I'll, I'll throw this to you guys. I was going to throw it to AJ, but I'll throw it to you guys in the chat instead. Uh, how soon do you think a game should go on sale? Uh, this is, you know, this is one of those uh, one of those things where when, for me personally, when a game goes on sale within a couple months of it coming out, I get real concerned, right? I get real concerned and be like, oh, man, this thing probably didn't sell at all. Maybe maybe it didn't sell. Um, and so uh, and what, what I what I would expect to happen is there to be a launch discount, you know, like a, maybe like a, a plus discount. Uh, uh, maybe you get $5 off or $10 off or whatever it is. Um, uh, if, if you pre-order or if you, or if you get it in their launch week here, so I was going to keep checking back and make sure that, uh, AJ is not trying to, not trying to do anything here. I'm just going to wait for him. Yep. <laughs> I think Shapeshifter said it in the chat. It's gonna, this is gonna go real well, I'm sure, right? Uh, so, so personally, I, I don't, you know, I, I think you get if you if you get a game on sale day one, then then great, and then and then once it hasn't been on sale for a little bit, I've get, I say about a, I say about a year, man. I think <laughs> AJ just sent me a text. He says the internet, his internet went out, and he's working on it. Um, so we'll just have to hang out and do it this way for a little bit here. Do, 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 do. Let's see. Oh, you know what? Hold on a second. I can go over to uh, this screen over here rather than reformatting everything. Here, how's this going to work? Do you think this will work? Uh, here. How's that? All right. We'll do this. We'll do this for the time being, okay? Uh, and then once AJ gets back up and running, we'll do that. Um but I, but I really do think that like if if you set, start setting this precedent where games start going on sale four months after launch, five months, six months after launch, then no one's gonna buy your game the day that it comes out or pre-order it. Uh, like you have to have this perceived level of value. Uh, that's why you know when if you're a Nintendo fan, if you're an, if you're a Nintendo fan, you know that they very rarely put their games on sale. So I think I think Nintendo has built this kind of confidence with their consumers that Nintendo values their games uh, and, and and you can feel confident that you buy a game at launch and it's likely still going to be that price next year at this time. Uh, so if you want it, just buy it because you don't have to worry about some sale that's happening. Um, now that's a very, very corporate way of looking at something, right? Like obviously you want to be on the side of the consumer and the, I think the consumers in general, um, uh, you know, obviously would like a game to go on sale as soon as possible and as frequently as possible. Uh, and so Arashi having not been on sale yet doesn't surprise me, but if they were to come out with an update, um, I don't know if there's like rumors of like some DLC or some or ma major update or maybe a PSVR 2 patch. I don't know what's going on over there at Endeavor 1, but that would be the perfect time, right? To say, oh, 
Uh oh. <laughs> hey, I got an AJ. <laughs> I'm so sorry about that, you guys. That's excellent. Um, now I just got to fix a couple things. Scene, 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 scene. Much apologize, everybody. AJ. TNT. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> that, man. That's all that, I got to say. Just, just Don't when switch I was get, to at &T. <laughs> Just when I was getting in the swing of things. Um, AJ, how long do you think, uh, how long do you think publishers or developers should wait after launch to put their game on sale? Like with Looper saying, Hey, uh, I don't know. You know, I haven't played a Rashi yet because it hasn't been on sale yet. It's been a full year to me. That doesn't, to me, that's not a big deal. To me, that makes perfect sense. A year sounds like about the right time to put a game on sale. Where are you at with this? Um, I think it just depends on how the game does. Like, uh, you know, a lot. Oftentimes, the the what we've been seeing lately is that if they, I mean, we've seen games that don't do well typically go on sale really fast, and then. But we've also seen a couple cases where they just anything. It seems like a lot of stuff on PlayStation uh, doesn't take very long for it to go on sale. I mean, even big hitters like big AAA games uh, you see go on sale after a uh, uh, not too long. So um, was that a was that a two parter question? Did I hear something about like should devs wait for PSVR two or is this just about sales? Well, I was I was going to take it to a completely different place where maybe maybe at this point with Arashi, uh, you know, like we don't know if there's if there's DLC in the works, you know, if there's like story DLC or maybe uh, some two player mode in the works or. I'm just throwing out examples of things that they could possibly add it, uh, or of a PSVR two patch. You know, I think it, it, when you announce something big like that, mm. and you say, "Hey, it's coming next month. We're going to put our game on sale for the next two weeks after that announcement." You know, so people buy the game in anticipation of something big happening to it. It's like a different way to promote your game uh, after yeah. like the hype is, hype level has died down. Yeah, that's a that's a great idea. That and that's a tactic we've definitely seen before where they. Uh, but this is what they do. They put it on sale and they don't say anything. And then it almost like rewards those who bought it on sale. But I think you're right in that you should absolutely market that when you when you do a move like that. Because then it gives it lets people know like, hey, you should pick this up. This is why. It gives them a number one reason why. Yeah, sorry. sorry Other than they're just being discounted. For anyone out there who's driving uh, during this holiday, I apologize. Sirens on my end. Uh, yeah, totally, totally agree, man. Like they need to do a marketing push. They need to get all their socials in line and they, they need to make sure that everybody really knows what's going on, uh, to give, to, to make, to take full advantage of that sale. Um, although I guess, you know, once, once the sale's over and the update cut goes live and everybody goes, wow, this is great. The people go, oh really? And then they buy it for full price. I don't know. Works, works both ways, I guess. Um, I thought Arashi has gone on sale, by the way, that is incorrect. Arashi has yeah. been on sale. Looper Looper's not in the U.S. though, right? Maybe maybe it wasn't oh in the US maybe yeah okay yeah it was on sale but it was definitely on sale in the U.S. for a little bit. Here, let's check this out. I'm going to go to psprices.com and see that. Oh, over over here, I've got a straight line <laughs> where it's been thirty dollars since day one and has never been on sale. I swear it was on sale. Maybe it was the physical. Maybe it was the physical. Physical. It does have a physical copy as well, though. Physical. So yeah, and I love the box art for the for the physical one. So if, yes, it's probably it's way a good cheaper game, to get it that way too. You probably get the, the physical one for like twenty bucks or something. I absolutely recommend Arashi Castles of Sin. Yeah, 
Yeah, Matthew Longo agrees with you. In 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 his uh, in his Mandela effect mind, it, it has definitely been on sale. <laughs> so, <laughs> dude, you don't even know how funny I thought it was when when you were frozen. Like I thought you were just you were just fucking with me. I thought I, I thought you just had this like stoic <laughs> I wish, look, man. I wish. Ugh, it's just been that. It's just been like that for me lately, man. Ugh. See better days. <laughs> I can't do it. See, <laughs> as soon as you giggled a little bit, I had to laugh, and I just couldn't just couldn't pull it off very long. <sighs> I don't know, man. I don't know. All right, guys. Like Ex I said, Delirium says Arashi is my new Tenchu. Exactly, it's basically Tenchu in VR. It's the closest we have to a good ninja game in VR. I would, yeah. I would, I would say we I, in Sirento for sure. That's true. Oh man, now I want to combine the two games. Yes. Um, oh my god. Right, like let's use Sorrento's mechanics in uh, in Arashi's campaign. I think that would be a lot of fun. Uh, so, guys, as we already said, make sure you head on over to our Discord because you can leave your viewer takeover questions there, and we're more likely to find them there ahead of the show than we are to see them scrolling by quickly in the chat, um, as we did with Orsique, the googly game cat. Right, hashtag viewer takeover. Are there too many horror games on PSVR? Let's rapid fire these. AJ, what do you think? Um. There's too many bad horror games on PSVR, but there's also some great ones. We just need more amazing games all around. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think so too. Uh, I, sad, sadly, we did get a lot of bad horror games, uh, like The Bellows, yeah. and you know, even Don't Don't Knock Twice, which oh. I, which I kind, sort of enjoy. I when wouldn't it's even working. classify that one. I wouldn't even put it that. There's you can do much worse than that. Even with the, I'd rather play I, Don't Knock Twice in its buggy ass state than like, a, you know, there was a big run in like 2019 of some really crap horror games, like mobile ports. Yeah. Uh, I can't even, for whatever reason, I can't even think of the, is it No Way Out? Was that the one no I'm thinking out, of? No Way Out. That was pretty bad. Uh, Rise of Insanity. Uh, I hated these games so much. In the crappy port of Layers of Fear, sadly. Um, yes. Horrible. And so... <laughs> and so, and so I know so I, you're kind of like lukewarm on that game, but I despise that game. I'm Jack Cool on it. Game. <laughs> Jack, Jack Cool. cool. On, oh, yeah. I mean, he, Jack Cool is way better than lukewarm, right? Why does, why does, why does warm get a name and cool doesn't? I'm, I'm really, I'm really upset about this. I think we need to investigate the origin of lukewarm so that Jack Cool gets his due. But, but yeah, no, I, I am, I am lukewarm uh, or Jack Cool on Layers of Fear VR because I found it to be enjoyable despite the, the the problems. But if you're not a huge horror fan like I am, like yeah, and so then you look at all these games, you go, look, PlayStation VR has so many horror games. How come it doesn't have anything else? But then us horror fans are like, but we just want some good ones. <laughs> like, just give us some good ones, man. It's unfair. So. uh so yeah, so I, so yes, there are too many horror games on PSVR, but there's not enough good ones. Uh, just like we need more good ones. Yeah, like just like every other genre. So you sort of alluded to that at the beginning of the conversation. Yep. Uh, Josh seventy six writes hashtag viewer takeover. Do you believe in? Rock I believe. Oh, sorry. What's the question? Save your mortal soul. <laughs> Do you believe we'll get a PSVR two tech breakdown from Sony the way that Mark Cerny did for PlayStation five uh, before September or after? feel like they're going more like let's just do a big sales pitch showcase but i would love to see a technical breakdown i would love to get into a like a big nerdy mark certainty uh presentation where he just goes into it and be great uh maybe we see either a big 
like a big video of it or just like hey you remember like how they even sh- did like the little video clips of um them like taking apart the ps5 like maybe a couple videos like that um but yeah i think i would i would love to see it i feel like we're gonna just get like stuff to just really sell you on it do you think that, do you think that the tech breakdown or, or or whatever on the PlayStation Five sold anybody on it? Like, there's there's certainly people out there who are like super excited about it. I'm now I'm distracted because AJ's frozen again. But what a but what a great pose to be frozen in, right? That's it's he looks so stoic. I hear you again. I lost you for oh, a second. What was the goodness. question? I was just, I was just gonna comment on your face the whole time. <laughs> you you were frozen in like literally like you need to make it your profile image, man. It was like Superman pose. It was like it nice. was great. It was great. Oh, I should have switched the full screen for that. Um, yeah, I just I mean, do you think anybody was re- like? Su- There's definitely tech heads out there who were like, oh my god, like this deep dive into the PlayStation Five architecture by Mark's boring fucking ass Cerny is amazing. But like, like. Uh, and for me, I would be excited to see the PSVR two broken down like that. But I had no interest in the PlayStation Five one. Like, do you think it sold? Do you think that presentation sold anybody on a PlayStation Five? No, I think people were very upset about that because we had heard nothing uh, about PS Five, and every you know the world, literally the world, was anticipating um, a showcase, and instead, oh, it's, it's going to be a long day, guys. I think we're in trouble. All right, we'll give we'll give AJ some time to come back. This is this is one hell of a Monday show, don't you think? Um, but yeah, I'm 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 sort I'm sort of with uh, with AJ there. A lot of people were upset about the PlayStation Five showcase because it, it's really not the way you want to kind of demonstrate your tech to people. Like like show don't tell right first and foremost, but do the tech thing after you've already sold everybody on it. Do the tech thing for the people who are interested in it, but don't don't be that don't let that be your big introduction to the play, of PlayStation Five to the world. Um, and I, and I and I hopefully they've learned their lesson on that because I would while I'd love to see a, a tech breakdown uh, for PlayStation VR two, I, I want them to sell the world on it first and then go okay for everyone who's interested here's a deep dive uh, into how all this works. So, all right, let's go to the next question. Uh, we got or seek the Google GameCat again with a hashtag viewer takeover question. Uh, or a teardown video. So he was he was actually uh, con- I just copied and pasted this entire paragraph. Oh, and there goes AJ again. Oh my goodness. Okay, here we go. Don't mind me, guys. The only downside to running the show while you host it is that when something goes wrong like this, you're kind of fucked for a little bit. Hold on a second. Here, let's just do this for the time being. Um, yeah. So anyway, like like Orsi said, teardown video totally works. Uh, just like a tech breakdown would, but again, after the fact. Uh, awesome Tatum, hashtag viewer takeover. How committed do you think Sony is to backwards compatibility for PSVR 1 games? Uh, man, that is such an excellent question. Uh, I, I'm starting to really wonder, uh, not, not that I was ever confident about this or anything, but I'm starting to really wonder if we'll have any kind of backwards compatibility at launch. I'm really hoping... Oh, Imzadi, I would fucking love that. Imzadi says, I'll co-host Brian. I, 
That would be amazing. I would absolutely love it if you were up here with me right now. Um, well, we'll have to have you on standby next time AJ's on the show <laughs> because we can't trust his internet. Um, but I had to bring the question back up. I forgot. But yeah, backwards compatibility. I, I, I just feel like there's so many hurdles right now. Uh, you know, yes, yes, from a control standpoint, try, trying to convince anybody who's getting PSVR 2 who never played PSVR 1 say, oh, yeah, you can play all these PSVR 1 games on your PlayStation VR 2 backwards compatibility. And then you pick up the controllers, your, your brand new sense controllers that have adaptive triggers and haptic feedback. And then and then you go, I'm using the analog stick and I can't move my dude around. What What's going on here? What's the problem? And then, you know, we all have to tell them, oh, you have to hold down this button and point your sense controller in the direction you want to walk in um because because so many psvr1 developers just don't exist anymore and so just having their game exist on the platform it means that there's no one there to to update the game um and so basically i I really do think that anyone out there who's still making vr games who made a psvr1 game it's in their best effort. I, I was having a conversation with uh, from a uh, tip from Skydance about this, uh, saying, you know, the, was it, is it stress level zero? Are those the ones who make uh, bone works? Right? Uh, they're making now. They're making bone labs, and and they're, she's like, well, why why would they bring bone works over? I was like, because so many people never played it. So many people never played bone works, um, and and so if PlayStation VR two manages to kind of make VR mainstream. Like in a way that so far it hasn't that hasn't happened. You you could argue that like Quest is helping to make VR mainstream, but it's not there yet. It's certainly not there yet. I don't even care if 15 million that 15 million number is accurate, which I don't believe it is. Even if there are 15 million, it's like that's that's a failed console, right? Which means you know we look at VR differently, but but when it comes to bringing something into the mainstream, we can't look at it differently. We're like, well, this is what dictates this number dictates a, a mainstream device. Um, and so I, I do think that PSVR 2 will be so many people's first time playing VR or first headset for a lot of people that all the all the VR games ever made that are even remotely worth their salt should be ported over to PSVR 2, which will come into uh, a question that we're going to tackle in just a little bit here as well. Um, I saw a couple tips go by. Shapeshifter, the Anamorphous Game Cat, with the two euros, says mental stimulant for Brian. Hell yeah. Thank you, Shapeshifter. Uh, Serial Killer, the elusive club member GameCat, with the $2 tip, says, Happy Independence Day, Brian, and GameCats. Note he didn't say AJ, because there's no AJ to be found. That's yeah, a terrible pose. I'll, I'll, I'll do a better AJ pose later. Um, what else is next? Uh, so, yeah, so as far... So I really... I don't think backwards compatibility... Uh, is going to be there on day one. I don't know if they'll manage to somehow get it later down the road or, or how that's all going to work. Uh, I th- I've said it, like a th- I feel like a thousand times on the show now at this point. But um, but I think the smartest thing Sony could do is get 10 of, maybe not the best, but a lot of, 10 of the favorites on PlayStation VR 1 and build a PlayStation VR Plus collection, right? So you have PlayStation Plus, you make it one of these uh, incentives to have plus and then like you buy your playstation vr2 you get 10 free playstation vr1 games that have all been oh we, we may have an aj 
We may have an AJ. We don't have an AJ. We came so close. Dear God. <gasps> we have an AJ. Oh, my God. Wow. Some kill me. <laughs> Somebody please kill me. <laughs> it seems like somebody's trying to. Uh, AT&T, man. You, you're talking shit about What did about I miss? Him, Dude, fuck everything. AT&T. Everything. Are you ready this for 20 is... questions? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, I'm dude, this is like when Dave's computer used to crash like all the time. Now I know how he feels. Yeah. Yeah, people pe- pe- luckily people used to love that shit. And so hopefully uh this isn't driving anyone too crazy. <sighs> um I I kind of I was finishing up my thoughts on um on Awesome Tatum's question about how committed we think Sony is to backwards compatibility for PSVR1 games. Uh, how committed do I think they are is not really at all. I think they're committed to PSVR one remasters and getting developers to buy dev kits from them and, uh, reselling their games, uh, with a PS five SKU. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't think that they're very committed to it because I feel like they maybe think that it's a better business opportunity to, uh, just remaster it. Do you think uh, do you, we've said it a bunch of times on the show prior? Do you think uh, a plus collection like they did with PS Five and PS Four games, where you buy a PlayStation Five and you get a bunch of PS Four games for free? Um, do you think that would be uh, the way to go with uh, with PlayStation VR Two? That would be amazing because like this whole new PlayStation Plus rollout that they have, um, it's pretty good. Like you know, it's it's um, not the greatest thing ever, but you know their track record with backwards compatibility has always been kind of spotty. Um, but uh, but yeah, I I would love to see a service. I think way more games they they would really benefit from some kind of like. Uh, premium service or something where you could just have a whole catalog of VR games. I think people would play a lot more. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think it'd be a great idea on the side, of course. Yeah, most of, most of those games in the Plus collection were enhanced for PlayStation 5. Like the PlayStation 5 either like gave them some better frame rates or whatever. Um, and uh, and I think that would be a great thing to do for PSVR 1 games. Here's, here's 10 amazing games, and now we've added analog support, uh, 4K support, adaptive trigger support, all that stuff, uh, and now they at least seem a little bit closer to PSVR two games, um, and that would be a great, at least a great jumping off point to make sure that people have an even bigger library to start with than they did before. Uh, and then the last, what I do, sorry, what, what I will say to that, and this is going to be something that's maybe not the best of news to hear, but I, from everything I hear from developers, Sony's not really actively doing anything. Uh, like they're working on the hardware. They're probably just trying their best to get that going. They're probably working with a lot of first party stuff. Um, a lot of big triple a third party companies. They've said that they've spent a considerable amount, but from everything I've heard from developers, they're not really doing anything proactive like Xbox and even meta are, um, which is, you know, not like it's, it's probably coming off a little bit worse than it actually is. Um, but I do. Uh, I would like to see them kind of just feel like they've got people there, a team dedicated to VR, organizing it and everything. I w- and I hope to see that improve this generation. Yeah, I do feel like Sony is ridiculously focused on um, on on getting and courting the AAA 
developers for PSVR 2 at the moment. And if you're anything under less than a AAA developer, they're sort of like, yeah, sure, you know, he, he's, he's a dev kit or whatever, but you're kind of on your own as far as marketing and everything else is concerned. Uh, because I, I do think that they realize that PlayStation VR 1 had a major, major, major problem, and that was a lack of AAA support. And you need to get that shit on the platform right out of the gate, or you're just going to flail, and like it doesn't matter if you have AAA games later down the road, right? Because because you lost, you missed your chance to have a solid install base by not having those titles there on day one. And I think that that's what their priority is right now. And so whenever we hear about developers struggling to deal with Sony uh, and then not doing their shit, it's because it's because right now Sony is dead focused on AAA titles only. Uh, Which I think is a good marketing strategy. It's like you said, that's the one thing that people ask for Gen 1, and the hardware just wasn't capable of it. And they probably more than anyone else are in prime position to provide like AAA software uh, and and convert a lot of, you know, that's the exciting part um, is that, you know, the entire PS5 catalog, wherever it makes sense, could potentially be a PSVR 2 game. Agreed. And I think that kind of like brings us properly into our final viewer takeover question from Bell Ramio writes, hashtag viewer takeover, settle in, this is a long one. Seeing a game like Black Trail with an obvious quest first development strategy behind it, quest first development strategy oh, behind it. Right. Sorry, I read that badly. Um, makes me not only wonder uh, how and if they can step up the graphics for PSVR 2, uh, it says given it was a Steam PC trailer, I doubt this is the case, but makes me even more wonder do the devs do these devs and games even have a chance will we be able to get uh will be will we get enough double a and triple a titles that make quest ports uninteresting to us if they don't bring us anything special to the table or will we fall back on the psvr1 era where almost every game that didn't suck was a quote-unquote must-have simply because we didn't have 10 titles coming out each month I mean, yeah, there's going to be long periods in between where people need games uh, waiting for bigger releases or whatever, or just whenever there's a dry spell. And oh, yeah. I wholeheartedly agree. <laughs> okay. Well, I, there's a lot to break down here while we wait for AJ uh, to become unfrozen. Um, <clears throat> so uh, the first thing, the first thing that Bell Ramio writes uh, is makes me wonder if they, if developers like the developers of Black Trail, the, the trailer is now playing for Black Trail in the uh, in the corner of the screen here, um, if they can step up the graphics for a PSVR two release. Um, Here's the thing on this. I, I think that there's a couple there's a couple different things to point out. First, the game's not out yet, right, on Steam. And so this is probably a little bit... This could be beta footage. We don't, we don't know. And it's usually the last few months, the last year of development, where like a game really gets the graphical polish. So this game could look a whole lot better on Steam than what's being shown here. Uh, it, you know, on Quest, probably, it'd probably be a significant step down from this. Um uh, but that being said, I, I don't I don't see what <laughs> always fun here. Let me just 
Come on over here. There we are. I, I don't I don't I don't see how developers couldn't, you know, add some improved lighting and shadows and uh, uh, and, and just, you know, kind of like work on on a little bit of texture work here and there. Yes, it takes time. Yes, it takes money. Um, but you, but even small teams, we've seen teams like Vitruvius. Uh, Vitruvius made Shadow Legend after Merbles. And Shadow Legend was two guys, right? Yes, they uh, outsourced a lot of stuff. And um, and so they did have more than two people working on the game. But, you know, the, you do what you got to do when you're a small team. Um, and in their game, although the environments looked much smaller than what's going on here in Black Trail, uh, were far, far, far more detailed. They looked kind of beautiful. Um, so I, I see that, uh, that yes, they could... A small team could certainly add. This is <laughs> this is going well. Um, sir, nope. Yep. Yes. Yes. There he is. Yeah. <laughs> a small team could certainly make a game like Black Trail look better um, than than what's being shown here on PSVR two. They've just got a lot more a lot of, a lot more horsepower to to fuck with and um, <laughs> yeah. Um, AJ, let's. Let's let's move on to the next question. Next part of this question, uh, it's the same question as as we left you on. Um, will will we get enough double A and triple A games on PlayStation VR two uh, to make these kind of quest ports like Black Trail uh, seem seem relatively uninteresting, uh, if, especially if they don't bring anything special to the table? Um, yes, we will probably get a lot of those, uh, and it's going to be, it's going to probably come down a lot to the developers themselves where they have to be interested in VR. You know, maybe there's some stuff that Sony reaches out, but, uh, you know, in most cases, these are developers that are going to want to bring something to the VR table, uh, and, and offer that up. But I think indies are going to be vital for the success of PSVR two as well, um, because they're going to be the ones that are actively pursuing creating, you know, the best games they can, uh, for PlayStation VR two. Um, while, you know, other companies know that there's way more money to be made in non VR markets. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I don't. I don't really like the whole, um, the whole, the whole thought process that that indies and triple A's are competing in the same space, right? Because because we've always had, or I mean, I guess not always, but but for a very very long time, we've always had a pretty clear division between between triple A and and indies, and it's been that way on many 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 platforms. And indie games have always managed to find. Uh, find find a hook. They've always been able to find an audience, and so, uh, and, and so, just because a game doesn't look all that great, uh, I don't think that makes too much of a difference. When a game like Walkabout is still one of my favorite VR games of all time, and it looks very very primitive, you know, despite often having a pretty nice art style, like from a technical standpoint, it looks pretty primitive. Um, it's one of my favorite VR games, and it's because the physics are spot on. It's because the courses are really well designed, and it's because I get to just jump in there super easy with four friends, and it's and it takes literally a minute to jump into a game of Walkabout. Notice I didn't yeah. mention graphics, but you're also and and you know the the hardcore VR player base is going to be there to support the indie games. It's going to be up to a lot of these independent developers though to really I I mean if if to me it's like they would be crazy if they to not like 
um, touch up their games and make them look better. Yes, some of these will get by just fine, um, but a lot of them, you know, to really hit the if you want to hit like a much higher range of of the market um yeah they're gonna have to bring a little bit more polish a little bit um you know more detailed textures and stuff to their games because quite frankly while you don't like to compare those that is what's gonna uh, the, that is what's gonna be on the platform um you know boosting it the most are those you know big triple a titles big third party titles double a and stuff so indies are gonna have to really step up their game and um you know like i said with a little luck with a little timing uh maybe different things like that they can get by with uh with having a a game like that but i think they're gonna need to really bring their a game I think that I think they're going to need to bring their A game as well, um, and I think I think actually proper job in the chat says uh, actually puts a, an excellent point into this topic. It says overpriced indie crap will no will now no longer be tolerated. I think that's an excellent point, right? Because because the the good stuff will just rise to the top, and it's going to become more and more clear what which games have been. Uh, which games have put had some love put into them and which games are just absolute shovelware, right? And I use the term shovelware in terms of like a bad game that was just thrown onto the platform, not a game that was just ported kind of unceremoniously from Quest. Because again, I'm going to play the crap out of Walkabout on PSVR 2, even if it looks identical to the Quest version, right? The hope, the hope, of course, is that maybe we get some better frame rates and better refresh rates and maybe some better lighting or whatever. But even if it's the exact same game, uh, I'm going to play it. I'm absolutely going to play it, and so I, I, I think that proper job is right. It, this is the market is the market is just going to kind of take care of itself. We were overcharged all through the PlayStation VR one generation games that were clearly twenty dollar games. We were paying thirty to forty dollars for uh, games that were twenty dollar games, uh, or games that were less than you know easily five, six, seven, eight dollar games, right? Just kind of like these small little experiences. We were paying upwards of fifteen and twenty dollars for. And we're like, man, when is this going to end? Why do we have this VR tax? And I think PlayStation VR 2 is going, just because there's going to be so many titles and so much competition on the platform that there's just there's just no way that those games are going to survive without the proper price point. You say you sell something for five bucks, people are going to look at it and go, huh, all right, maybe I'll check this out. It's cheap enough. But but you try to sell something for $30 that no one's ever heard of, and people are going to take a like go check every review first because no one wants to spend $30 and pray that it's good. I th the market's going to correct itself on this one. Uh, real quick, before we move into the next topic, uh, we got Dark Angel with a 650 says, Happy loud bangs and colorful lights to freak out the pets day. <laughs> yeah. It's true. It's true. I had I had no idea uh, just how bad it was for for animals uh, until I had tornado and the baseball field down the street likes to put off set up fireworks like I don't know like four times a week and she does my die. my dog dreads this day. This is like his hell day. <laughs> God, this is the one day a year he prepares himself for. Uh, Dead Ringer with the two dollar tip says, "Let's talk about what dreams can and will do on PSVR 2. Uh, I. I think it's, I'm, you know what? The most important thing for me with dreams is that you're gonna be able to create much bigger projects, right? That that's that's kind of goes without saying, uh, without running out of, what's the term they use? Thermo. Thank you. Without running out of thermo, but also having standardized controllers and not having to like kind of 
work with the you know the the the, the move template that they've gotten in, in place now. Um, they really screwed up the move template. Having standardized controllers and everybody kind of making games, uh, dreams games or dreams experiences with the same controllers in mind, I think that's going to be one of the best improvements on PSVR two. Multiplayer and PSVR two support is what it needs. Give it new life. Yes. Oh, dude, multiplayer, big time. When you see the kind of support that Rec Room gets, like they see the kind of things that people are yeah. making in Rec Room, despite the fact that like things don't look nearly as good in there, um, uh, nearly as good as Dreams games do. Yeah, there's a reason. It's because it's multiplayer. It's because you want to get your friends in there and say, look what I made. Look at this. We can run through this together. How cool is this? Yeah, huge difference. And I think it, that'll give such a, yeah, such a good point. Multiplayer is so important. It just needs just one last fighting breath. That's what it needs. Just give it a PS5 patch, give it multiplayer, give it PSVR 2 support, and then you don't have to ever do anything with it again. <laughs> AJ. Keep, to, keep it on. What's up, man? Speaking of PSVR 2. Sorry. Yes, let's do go. this, man. I, my time might be limited. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. Listen, like we 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 can we can have a ten minute discussion about every PSVR two game uh, that's been confirmed uh, because the most important thing here is that we talk about the games that we're excited about. We talk about the the current. I, I think the current uh, the current hype level of PSVR two games in general. Let's start there before we dive into specific titles. Are are you in a place right now where you are just like bursting at the seams to go play a PSVR two game or or get that headset on your head or or are you? Yeah, I was actually. I'm glad you asked because I was going to say it anyways. That before we go through this, let me just say that my excitement level for PSVR two is a ten out of ten, <laughs> like easily. Uh, if it could go higher, I would basically. Um, but yeah, so so I'm excited for the headset, extremely excited, excited for all the games, um, really, really excited. And But yeah, I want to try to be a little bit, you know, devil's advocate a little bit, uh, try to be objective a little bit uh, and, and rate these on how excited I am for, for them individually and explain why. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I, I don't think that... Um... I, I, I don't think I'm as excited for PlayStation VR 2 as you are. Like, And I know that sounds sacrilegious to say on Without Parole. That because it is we, sacrilegious. Because <laughs> we are Without Parole <laughs> and we are all about PSVR, and that, whether that be PSVR 1 or 2. But but I think that sort of... I, I, I think there might be some cats out there who are with me, right? That we've, we've been talking about PSVR 2 for literally, what, three years or something? Like... It's, it's been a really long time and we've been speculating on it and hoping about it and blah, 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 and this and that and whatever. And then like even Sony comes out, you know, uh, almost two years ago and says, we're working on PSVR too. And we're like, sweet, that's amazing. And they show us the control. And then there's just these long periods of silence between the exciting moments. And I feel like even though we just had State of Play a few weeks ago, where we finally saw some amazing PSVR 2 games, I'm just kind of tired of this back and forth relationship that we all have with Sony where they're like, Hey, they tap us on the shoulder and say, Hey, wake up. We got something important to show you. And then, and then we're like, that's awesome. And then we say, what next? And they hit us over the head with a fucking frying pan. And Go say, back to sleep. We'll, <laughs> right. We'll pull you out of your coma in six months when we got something else to show you motherfucker. No, and we go, no. ah. and so I'm just, I'm just sort of tired of that relationship we have with them right now. And it's kind of exhausting. And like, until they go full force into marketing this thing, like, you know, every day or every week, or we have something new to be excited about every day. I'm just sort of like, in. I feel like I'm in a holding pattern. And, and it even feels like the footage, the new footage we've seen of Village and the new footage we've seen of Call of the Mountain, it already feels old. 
right? I need more. I need more, and I need it constantly. Um, I just want to play it, man. I just want to play it to the point where, you know, I occasionally have been getting depressed, just like wanting it so bad and needing it, you know? Um, like PSVR one has been my outlet for four years. I, w I used to suffer from really bad, like depression and things. And when PSVR was like the only thing that really made that go away, of course, the game cats are joining your community. Um, you know, I, I wasn't depressed for like four years straight, um, after having big struggles with it. And now I'm back to it again, a little bit, I've been struggling up and down and like, I really, it's, it's weird, but I really want PSVR two that bad and need it that bad and that's why i'm kind of just like you know i'm just just kind of trying to take it easy until until it comes out yeah i'm, I'm kind of with you i'm kind of with you i try not to beat ten. myself up i'm still i'm still a 10 out of 10 <laughs> excited for psvr2 <laughs> brian brian dan i just mistook somebody in the chat for myself sorry dan Kiefer says brian is suffering from the same effects of a long distance relationship you're kind of right man you're kind of right. It's so exciting to see somebody, and then like you have to go six months between the time you see them again. It is very, very true. That's exactly what I'm suffering from. Um, all right, AJ, let's let's get the let's get the the low hanging fruit out of the way, right? Yeah. What's what, what's the game you're most excited for? I was wondering if we were going to do this because yeah, I, I was wondering how we were going to go about this. Man, let me just say, oh most excited for it the the problem is ryan there's like three or four <laughs> well give me give me one of them <laughs> can i just start with one of like my most excited ones start with horizon because i've already brought up the trailer all right, All right. horizon <laughs> call of the mountain is easily one of my most anticipated games there's still a lot of info i want to know about it but but here's what we but the stuff we do know sounds amazing i mean graphically alone having the the 4k hdr visuals because it's 2k and 2k per eye and they like to market it as that but it's still gonna look look don't let that detract from the from the facts that it's going to look incredible mm -hmm. just visually it's going to look amazing and uh whether it's like true 4k or not it's gonna look mind-blowing um the world the gameplay using the orbs and uh this is designed what i'm what i like I am. Uh, I have high expectations, Brian, for what I am expecting. Okay, I'm not expecting a bunch of stuff that isn't going to be there. Just for what I know and what I expect, uh, I am very, very excited. Mm, I'm gonna say nine point five out of ten excitement scale. Ten out of ten for me. Ten out of ten. This is this this game. I think more than any other game so far that I've seen, and that, yes, that includes Village. We'll get there in a second. Uh, it looks like it's going to give me exactly what I want. Like, I, I feel like they're going to give me just enough reason to explore, like whether, you know, these these kind of like open-ish areas. We know it's not, we, we're very, very pretty sure at this point. We're very, very pretty sure at this point. I don't, I don't know about open-ish open area. Yeah, it's right. not open world, but there are like multiple paths. It's probably story-driven, narrative-driven. Um, and what we know about this is that this is mostly what they're pushing this as is like something that demonstrates the hardware yeah. very well and of course they're going to add some game to it. Um, but this is very much uh, 
call it kind of like a hybrid between a showcase and a game. Uh, this this is going to be what I'm expecting anyways. And uh, I think it's going to really demonstrate some awesome features that the tech is capable of. And for that, I think, yeah, you should be very excited. Yeah, when I when I was saying about the open areas, like what what I really love to do more than anything is like explore these areas and like you know like I mean, to to the point where I'm like I've exhausted every single corner to find everything I can everything I can find and with the whole crafting element that they're talking about for me it just sounds it sounds like exactly what I'm looking for and it's been in development for so long since we we know at least early 2019 if not longer that like I feel like there's a full fledged game here that's actually built from the ground up for VR. I I think this is going to be really exciting. I can't wait to see what the combat is like. I can't wait to see how everything works. And I can't wait to see just how big of a game this really is. And so I feel like they've sold me on this one better than anyone else has sold me on their PSVR 2 game. So for me, this am, is 10 um, out of 10, hands down. Yeah, I'm reserving that 0.5 because I don't know like the length, the depth of the game just yet. So I'm, I'm, I'm approaching that with caution, but I think everything else is, is gonna, it looks amazing. It looks so much fun. And uh, yeah, I'm excited for what I've seen so far for sure. All right. Well, you said you had more than one that you were most excited for. So what's, what's next on your more than one excited list? Let's go ahead and get resident evil village out of the way here uh 10 out of 10 for my excitement level it's finally playing a resident evil vr game the way it's meant to be played uh built and it's gonna you know hopefully be that built from the ground up for vr feeling while having like ps5 level visuals and yeah full length campaign so we know it's the full game it's got new features uh, that are things that you can only do in vr i think uh of all the games so far that have been announced i think this is the biggest system seller at this time so i have really high expectations for this and i think it's going to be really amazing i i sadly disagree with you only partially and that's because i think too many people have already played this on the flat screen i think the time for this to be a system seller was a year and a half ago <laughs> headset seller I, I should say headset seller well right we agree we we, we know what we're talking about but yeah but i feel like th- if this if psvr was out or psvr 2 was out in time for this game's release then it could have been a system seller i think too many people were too anxious to play it uh, have already played the pc mod have already played it on flat screen and and the fact is is we know that this game is not as scary as resident evil 7 and so i think for horror game fans yes we're excited to play it but for me that that's what brings it down to like a 9.3 9.4 although i will say once they confirm if they confirm all of that dlc they talked about that third person dlc if they can confirm that that stuff is coming to the vr version the psvr2 version in first person vr uh, as well, then I think we're going to get, I'm going to, I'm going to be much higher to like a 9.7, 9.8. Super excited for this game regardless, because it's another Resident Evil game and Resident Evil 7 is still my favorite VR game of all time. So very excited about it still, but I do have a couple of reservations only from that. Yeah. I, Matthew um... Longo, you're so full of shit. Resident Evil 7 <laughs> is scary. You're fucking lying, Matthew Longo. Just admit it. Get, somebody put this kid up to a polygraph, and we're going to find out if he's full of shit or not. You. <laughs> yeah. no, I, but was, uh, I will ask I, you, Matthew I, I, Longo. I will ask you. Hey, no, I'm sorry, AJ. Matthew Longo is my new co-host right now. You're just going to have to sit there for a second. Okay. Matthew Longo, did you play it 
uh, a flat screen first because that seems to always be the, t- the case where people said it's, it wasn't scary in VR. And then I say, what did you play at flat screen first? They say, yes, that's usually the reason. But maybe Matthew Longo is just our, our Dave station or our Des who just doesn't get scared. I don't know. Um, well, I was actually I was going to deduct a few points from my hype meter on Resident Evil Village just because people have you know said over and over that it's not as scary as Resident Evil Seven, and I was like, well, that was one of my favorite things about Resident Evil Seven. Um, but that being said, it just seems like the gameplay, the structure, you know, the the game itself is still worthy of that ten out of ten for me um, because I know it's going to be a full game, and uh, yeah. Like uh, like Awesome Tatum says, that that's why I think it's going to be a huge system seller. Uh, and imagine all the people that have already played it, Brian, and own it already. Mm-hmm. You're going to have that plus the influx of people that are playing it for the per- first time in VR uh, or getting a headset. So I think that game is probably, you know, we have to obviously wait and see more games that are coming out at launch, around launch. Um, but I think at this time, I think that is the biggest game at this time. I will be the most popular i I should say yeah i don't know man i don't know maybe 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 i think there's a lot of horizon fans out there and they're like rabid horizon fans a lot of them are coming off of horizon uh forbidden west and going i need more horizon asap and like for the first time they're like i think i'm interested in vr because of this game i think that horizon call of the mountain could be like our mario 64 for real yeah, I, and I and I agree. I, I think these two actually are probably some of the biggest ones that we have known for launch so far. Um, but again, you know, if it was like an open world Horizon game, like like uh, I I totally be there with you. Like if it was basically Horizon uh, Forbidden West and Horizon Zero Dawn just in VR, I think. I would absolutely say like, yeah, that's, there it is right there. Like, that's all you need. You're good. (laughs) You don't even need to release another game for the PSVR 2. You're set. Um, But because we're not there yet, uh, it's it's something, it's a spinoff. And I think the spinoffs can be really, you know, it really depends on how big the game is. But, you know, Resident Evil Village is a full AAA game that is converted to VR. All right. I think... The most logical place to go from here is Saints and Sinners Chapter 2. Yes. Where are you at with that? Uh, Very excited. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, obviously Saints and Sinners 1 is what I consider one of the best PSVR games, one of the best VR games ever made. Um, and this is, and chapter two is kind of interesting. Like I have so much faith in Skydance to deliver something here. Um, it, it does have a lot of similarities to the first one, uh, like visually, you know, it's and, and whatnot, but uh, like, I definitely would have loved something like, uh, you know, completely different. Like I've always said, I've, I've really dreamt of, of playing that game in like a, you know, uh, a modern city and stuff, um, which this has a little bit more of, but uh, I'm going to say like another nine, I'm going to say like a nine for this. I'm still very excited for this. My, the, I'm super excited for this uh, because every single time I've dropped back into Saints and Sinners, I go, God, I forgot how good this was. Like, it's, I think it's actually easy to forget how good Saints and Sinners is until you're actually in there and you go, oh, God, it's just it's incredible. So well, right. Um, and so 
so knowing that right there, I'm, I'm, I'm crazy excited for this because finally, hey, we get more, right? New weapons, uh, likely, uh, you know, a brand new a brand new crafting table, hopefully a whole new skill tree of upgrades, hopefully all sorts of more of the things that made the first game great. Um, yeah. And, you know, you can easily look at this and go, ah, oh, graphically, it doesn't really, like, look as good as Village or... Um, or uh, or or even or definitely a Horizon Call of the Mountain, uh, and I think to be honest with you, here's where my hype level is for Saints and Sinners Chapter Two on PlayStation VR Two. It's at like a seven or a six because it's coming out on PlayStation VR One first, right? And so I know that it's kind of going to be old news, old hat. By the time I get it, by the time the PSVR Two rolls around, I'm going to have already spent a hundred hours in this game. And so, but so that said. My hype level for Saints and Sinners Chapter Two on PSVR One is at like a nine and a half. I'm like so crazy excited <laughs> to play this game because I need more Saints and Sinners because we. So you're might... saying by the time it comes out on PSVR Two, your hype level is, is is dwindling because of that a little bit. Yeah, and so for people who like either sold their PSVR One already or or or, or whatever are going to wait for the PSVR Two version of this game, I'm I'm super happy for those people. But you know. I would not be doing my job as, you know, a host or owner of Without Parole um, <laughs> without without playing the crap out of the PSVR 1 version. And so I feel like I'm going to pretty much exhaust this game by the time it rolls around the PSVR 2. Um, so I'm excited to play it, but I'm not terribly excited about the PSVR 2 version personally. Yeah, I, I am because I still wanted to have some of the features, check out some of the features with like the haptics and adapter triggers and stuff, Tempest 3D audio um, and everything. And yeah, like I said, I love the first game to death. And this is kind of like, you know, seems like more of the first game um, in a way. Obviously, there's a, there's a good bit more than just more of the first game. But even with their DLC, they delivered. So, so you know, I and the good thing is, is that this is an example of an indie studio or a smaller studio that can compete with uh, like uh, AAA studios. They've proven that from PSVR Gen 1. So, um, yeah. So whether it be this game or a future project of theirs, I mean, obviously, but I think this game will will stand its ground uh, amidst a hectic launch full of like you know these AAA hybrids and stuff. I think uh, Saints and Sinners at least won't struggle to you know have some success uh, versus you know some really tough competition. Yeah, I mean, we we refer to Saints and Sinners as one of the one of the more VRAF games out there, uh, and I and I'm I'm a little curious to see how closely Sony or people at Fire Sprite and Gorilla have been paying attention to the indie studios like uh, Skydance, like Vitruvius, like all these other studios who have been who have been giving us VRAF games like uh, 17-bit, right? With with Saints. Yeah, and Sinners, AAA uh, studios uh, are tricky. They don't seem to pay attention as much as like other indie indie studios do uh because stuff like wander i mean they said that they took a lot of out of the page of uh saints and sinners half-life alex and that turned out amazing yep. um so i wish more AAA studios you know um would would look at what some of the big v vr games are doing and and you know take a page out of their book right and that's why i'm curious to see if Sony, or like I said, Fire Spread or Gorilla have been paying attention and seeing, like, especially because when it comes to a Call of the Mountain, the VRAF elements are going to be, uh, you know, easily 30% of what I'm excited to to, to do. Like, if, right. if, if crafting just involves opening a menu and pointing at one thing and dragging it to another thing, 
right as far as i'm concerned that they've that's they've, all we want they fucking screwed up right yeah like mm-hmm. we we know how good crafting can be in vr we we've seen it in saints and sinners we know we've seen uh we've seen it in especially song in the smoke had the best crafting i've seen yet in vr yeah like this getting is, rid of turning converting all that menu stuff into physical like actions and interactions you know that's what makes saints and sinners great is they right. nobody else has like everything so uh diegetic like that where it just makes sense in the world of the game that you're playing in versus just stuff just randomly popping up hold on i'm googling diegetic uh yes agreed all right man what do you, <laughs> I, I have a feeling that you are super excited about no man's sky 10 out of 10 baby really Yes, because it's one of my favorite games of all time. Okay, look, okay. the truth is, this is um, this is probably the least jump, right? Like, it's going to get, what, some better graphics, some better draw distance. Um, it'll get uh, haptics and adaptive triggers. Yeah, sure. It's going to have some things that are, you know, it, they maybe. uh maybe won't age as well because they can't fine tune some of those mechanics um, as much as like, you know, read, they can't go back and redesign the whole thing again. I mean, it does. Well, at least I don't expect them to, Uh, but yeah, this simply because it's one of my favorite games of all time. I actually think that in my opinion, no man's sky is another one of the best PlayStation VR games of all time, along with Saints and Sinners. I think Saints and Sinners and No Man's Sky are the two best PSVR 1 games. That's just my opinion. Um, but because what they do from a VRAF, from a gameplay, from you know a game loop, and just fun and addicting, and uh, yeah, they're totally for me. So this is a 10 out of 10 because it's one of my favorite games of all time and an amazing uh, world to explore. Nice. Yeah, I'm 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 excited for it uh, only because I promised myself that I was going to get into this game before PSVR 2 gets here and uh and, and so I'm hoping that by the time this thing rolls around I will have a much better understanding of this game and a much better uh you know being able to just jump in and not have to figure out the menus uh will be really really nice. I just need to get there first. Uh so I've got a, I've got a little bit of a a mission ahead of me before before PSVR 2 gets here. I, I don't want to be figuring this game out for the first time on PSVR 2. Uh, dude, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna throw out uh, I'm gonna throw out. This is so tough. This is so tough because there's so many good games. Um, and I will I will say one of the things that I'm really really excited about is is Among Us VR. And I know that sounds kind of crazy we know we do know that it's going to be uh, a psvr2 launch title uh when they when they kind of mysteriously dropped it from uh when they kind of mysteriously dropped it from uh the psvr1 release calendar uh they did promise us that it was going to be a psvr2 launch title and i just think it's one of these games that it doesn't matter which console you're playing it on which headset you're playing it on it's just a game that is so much fun uh and we're just going to laugh hysterically this it's just it's just a game that we kind of need. And it's, it's sort of one of those games that you put on your uh, you put on your console, you leave it installed all the time. And uh, anytime someone says, hey, you want to get together, you want to get in the game and play this, you know, we get a bunch of GameCasts together. I think it's going to be an absolute blast. Uh, it's no reason this couldn't have been on PlayStation VR 1, but the fact that it's coming to PlayStation VR 2, uh, ab- absolutely, uh, this is where it's going to be good. Um, I'm going to have to say, like, so, so I think the game looks great. It looks like it, it could be a lot. It should be a lot of fun. Um, Shell Games are great developers. Just for me and my personal taste, I'm like at like a five out of ten here. 
Um, I just don't think it's something that I will want to play a ton because I'm not like the biggest multiplayer guy. Um, but I think it's I think it looks great. What I, I think this is kind of a prime example, and I, 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 we could probably point to a lot of other games that have been confirmed for PSVR too. Um, a game like Black Trail, a game like Galaxy Carts, a game like Ghostbusters VR, a game like. God, just, I can probably fly down this entire list of games uh, that, that are still planning on coming here. Um, like uh, Project Louisiana, The Bounds VR, Propagation Paradise Hotel. All of these games, they, including Among Us VR, could seriously run on PlayStation VR 1, but the market just kind of drifted elsewhere. And so there's a lot of games coming to PSVR 2 that are only coming to PSVR 2 because that's where it's going to sell, not because it's ne it's a next-gen game or because it couldn't run on PSVR 1. Literally coming to PSVR 2 only because they know that's where the market's going to be. Um, and, and and so I think Among Us VR sort of just reminds me of how great it's going to be to have the new games to play every week. You know, not it might not be the most exciting games of all time, but but just having a solid release calendar again, uh, unlike whatever's happened this year, where we got two amazing games early in the year, and then it's been real fucking spotty ever since. Uh, so yeah, I'm hopefully it has enough depth and replayability, too, to where, like, you know, a ton of new people will be playing it all the time as well. Yeah, agreed. Um, right. I'll tell you, you about a multiplayer game that I am a little bit more excited to play, though. That is Ghostbusters VR by End Dreams. Yeah. Yeah. You go I, first. Okay. Uh, here's the trailer. There it is. Oh, and it starts with a quest. Um, <laughs> it, <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> why, why isn't it starting with a PSVR 2 on this game? Um, no. Uh, <laughs> It, I'll tell you, man. Like I, I, I'm a little concerned, not about the game so much, but about my expectations for the game. We've talked yeah. at length about how great this game would be, even if it plays like after the fall, and you're coming back, and you're, you know, you get more money, just like the old Commodore 64 or NES or Master System versions of this of Ghostbusters, where you're, where you're like, oh, you get to level stuff up, and you get to buy more traps, and you get to get, you know, for, and I just, and I think I've, I, I don't know if it's possible that this game is going to do the thing I need it to do at this point. Like if it's just like this kind of simple, straightforward campaign, uh, and I don't have this sense of progression that I really, really feel like I need from this. Uh, I don't, I don't know, man. Like I, I, I think I might have set this game up for failure in my own mind that maybe there's no way it can be as good as I want it to be. Um, and without having seen any gameplay, because this is all apparently in engine, but not representative of actual gameplay. Like I don't, I don't know anything about this game other than the fact it's multiplayer and it's being made by End Dreams. Yeah, I just, I'll tell you what, it's been a lifelong dream of mine, or at least since VR has been a thing, to play a Ghostbusters VR game. Um, and you know, I really love End Dreams, and and there's like you know really great developers. And uh, yeah, I think I'm gonna keep my my hype level at like a healthy like eight. But I understand, you know, being cautious around this one because, like you said, it could end up something like uh, after the fall, where, you know, it's really fun, but it has no depth or something. You know, it, it, there's a lot that can go wrong here. Um, but I'm I'm just excited for a Ghostbusters experience. Yeah, me too. If it was up to me, I'd have like a either like an authentic looking Ghostbusters or. Um, 
a like just full on horror uh, Ghostbusters. And this one looks a little bit more cartoony. Um, but I'm still just excited about the prospect of a multiplayer Ghostbusters game, communicating, bantering, and trying to shoot uh, ghosts with a catch ghosts with a proton pack and traps and stuff. And um, the concept alone, I'm I'm like at an eight out of ten. Now we'll see uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah, Nick the Game Cat How in the chat says, let's not forget End Dreams hasn't made a long game yet, so maybe a, so maybe a short game. And that's sort of why I think I think that's when Wes and I were talking about this. That's sort of how the whole concept of an after the fall style Ghostbusters game came up, because all you need to do is create five locations that you go to, right? Along with like the Ghostbusters HQ that you start that you hang out in and, and level stuff up, right? And then every time you come back, you you can buy you know, you start off with one trap, right? And then you have two traps. And that means you can get further and further into each of those five locations, you know, actually do the after the fall thing, the way that after the fall should have done it, you know, good. Um, Because I I think as a concept after the fall was, was great, but they didn't execute it the way they could have. Um, And I think Ghostbusters is, if they do it this way, then a smaller team like End Dreams would be capable of making a, a much bigger game where we're like retreading the same ground uh, was, was just part of it. And, you, and you're like, oh, I can finally get further and further and further into each of these locations. Um, I don't know. It makes sense to the me. Thought but that again, I might, the thought that I might get the opportunity to be like in the Ecto uh, 1 or 2 and being like on that seat that pops out and like shooting stuff while riding down the street and stuff, that prospect, you know, maybe that's wishful thinking. But yeah, I, I, I hope I, I hope something like that happens because that would just be like amazing. It'd be that experience alone would be so memorable. Yeah, I agree. I didn't even think about the Ecto one. I, the only I'm, I am really bummed that we never got a uh, that we never got a PSVR one Ghostbusters game because the aim controller would have been the perfect. Uh, yeah, game. we got the Dreams <laughs> arcade game that lasted a minute, and that oh, was actually God. pretty fun though. Yeah, but that's all we got, sadly. Uh, yeah. By the way, I, I totally missed a tip from Gatorade 23. That we choose to talk about anyways. Right. <laughs> Gatorade 23, $10 tip says, PSVR 2 without parole. Maybe? Uh, if if you're talking about changing the name of the channel, I... I uh, Did you change it back? No, I implore you to go check out the name of the channel that you're currently watching. Because uh, <laughs> as far as I know, it's still PSVR 2 without parole. Uh, <laughs> so... Uh, so I don't know. I meant to bring that up earlier. I'm sorry, uh, Gatorade. But thank you so much for the tip. Um, I mean, we, we could sit here all day and talk about games, AJ. Uh, yeah, I definitely want to talk about a couple more at least. Sure. Well, Let's, I want to talk about Green Hell VR. Yes. Because, uh, you know, a lot of people on Quest have been talking about how, uh, you know, how much fun they're having with Green Hell VR. But that's like that's a pretty truncated version. That's not even the full PC version. Uh, and so Green Hell VR... Hopefully, what we're getting over on PSVR 2 is, you know, the full PC VR version. Um, and everybody... I thought I heard Wes say that, right? That the so far, the, P- the PC VR version is like the full game in VR? Yes, absolutely. That 100%. And so that should be the version we're getting. Um, hopefully. I mean, you know, like, I, I, I just hate... <laughs> I hate it just assuming things. Because when you assume things for the best, you end up getting right. the worst. And uh, so, like, we, but let's hope so, man. Like, it, it would be a real fucking shame if we didn't get the full PC VR version. Um, but everyone's saying that it's it's exactly what I'm looking for. Tons of crafting, tons of exploration. That's got, like, a bit of a horror element to it. Like, I mean, it sounds like it's right up my alley. And it's, as you can see from even this trailer, 
kind of VRAF. Uh, they implemented all the, all these crafting mechanics uh, pretty well for virtual reality. So I'm, yeah, this 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 one this one's definitely high up on my list. This would probably probably gonna be probably be uh, this is probably right around number five or six on my most anticipated PSVR two games at this point. Yeah, I have really ever since VR, I have really loved started to love survival games. Um, and so, yeah, I'm I'm pretty excited about this. I'll give it like an eight point five yeah, on my hype scale. Song in the Smokes set us off down a, a trail, you know, where we were like, "Oh wow, this is survival games can be so much more intense," uh, you know, in first person VR and crafting can be amazing when you actually have to do these things yourself. And um, and I, so somebody's going to help me out here. Uh, maybe you remember AJ. This is multiplayer, right? Which is again one of the most requested things I think Song in the Smoke had gotten. Uh, the developers had heard a lot of requests. I think multiplayer or co-op was one of the ones. And so I don't, I don't know. I, I, I always confuse this. With I'm the waiting forest, for man. PSVR too. <laughs> so I, a lot of the, I'm trying to do, trying to know as little as possible for a lot of these going in. Yeah, I, I, I always confuse this with the forest. I know the forest's been around much longer, but I, I, I just forget which one is, uh, which ones are multiplayer now. All right, man, you're up. We, we can go through these a little bit faster from this point on. You're up, Asia. You're up, Asia. That's right. Holy crap. That is a fucking right? old school Midnight Games cast reference. I Holy crap. Uh, all right. So uh, the next one I'm going to bring up is uh, Lo-Fi by Iris VR. Now, despite um, despite my thoughts around Blair Renaud and his uh, antics always and, the, and his the stuff he says all the time that drives me nuts... Um, the game does look incredible in many ways. It looks next gen in many ways. The one problem, though, is that I still haven't seen like this fully fleshed out campaign, story driven modes and stuff. Um, most of what I've heard and seen about the game is is a lot about just the way the world looks and feels, the atmosphere, and then of course some of the little VRAF stuff. Um, but you know, I I'd like to see this really come out swinging with a big campaign story driven campaign and um you know a world to really get lost in and and i think it could be really cool yeah i think this is this is one of those games that i was very 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 timid about <laughs> or hesitant or maybe whatever the op uh, whatever the opposite of optimistic is um pessimistic that's the word i was very pessimistic about this game because uh because yeah like you said player now it is very outspoken on twitter uh and he, nuts. and he doesn't seem to like well anybody really um yeah it's, it's it's so it's hard to when you have to separate the artist from the art uh it, it's always a yeah which of a i can do experience. i can definitely do that for the most part I, I, i'm certainly trying <laughs> and so yeah uh, and so, but and so, you know, it does make me happy to see that he's he's this guy with like a with with a pretty big ego who might have a reason to be egotistical. He seems like he's really fucking good at making these like you know super realistic environments. He's like for the most part a one man dev team, uh, and absolutely, uh, you know, anybody who's played the uh, any all the early access stuff. I think it was uh, this game was available on itch.io for a while. Um, you know, very, very much in an early access phase, you get to explore the city and you get to do all this random stuff. And as AJ pointed out, there wasn't really a campaign there yet. Um, but even early in development, it was a fleshed out world with a lot of things to do. It was just like, but well, what am I supposed to do? Like that part hadn't been implemented yet. And so 
uh, I'm I'm very very much looking forward to uh, to to the final version of this game. I'm so glad yeah. I never checked out the early access done. version. It's- Anything. There yeah. are people that are skeptical about this game crossing the finish line and because of how long it's been in development and stuff, but we know he's got his thing and yeah, I don't want to keep talking about him as the person, <laughs> but he drives me nuts, man. He's like the worst kind of people that like bully everybody and then like pretend to be a victim after and I just can't <laughs> fucking stand people like that. <laughs> Anyways. Wow. Okay. So seven uh... out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, so so certainly this is. Um, I I, w- I would go much higher than that. I would t- I would say I'm close to a nine for this one because uh, because it really is just a beautiful cyberpunk world. I I'm, I'm a sucker for anything cyberpunk, and so I you know even if it honestly even if the campaign doesn't totally come together and there's just a ton of stuff to to explore and fuck around and do while you you know while you explore, I, I'm I'm kind of still all about it. But the fact is is like it, it seems he's he's going for like grand theft auto levels of freedom here where you can you know we can pull other vehicles over and give them tickets you can go to the arcade and just play you can go like he's just like just make sure it's a fun game at the end of the day make sure there's a game so if you're yeah so you can just you can just play you seemingly can just play it however you want to uh and i'm very very curious to see how it all comes together um yeah that's it all right, we get we got a couple other ones. I'm curious to know what's your um, hype levels for Runner. <laughs> All right, so if anybody doesn't know Runner, Runner is the the next project from Truant Pixel. Uh, is a speaking of cyberpunk world. Uh, let's see here. Is this gonna fucking destroy things? Nope. There we go. That's a that's a trailer. Um, dude, much like. All the other games I listed prior to this, where it could easily have been done on PSVR one, um, Runner could easily have been done on PSVR one, uh, and I and I think and I think those guys over there, uh, again, a very very small team, uh, they 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 just knew that their release date was too far out to even start to start developing on PSVR one. They knew PSVR one was going to be long gone by the time this game came out. Um, what am I missing? I just. <laughs> I was just being really mean to somebody in the chat right after saying that. Stop torturing uh, Tiff. Uh, <laughs> I, she goes, wait, that's that's a page out of my book when you bully and then turn around and act like the victim. I was like, no, you that's get true. bullied and then pretend to be the bully after. <laughs> just true. making sure we set that straight, you know, on air. <laughs> so this so this is a prime example of what, what I think Love we were Tiff. talking about earlier in the show. When we're talking about... Uh, you know these smaller indie games, right? Like we just, we just, it's it's crazy that we just looked at Lo-Fi, which is being made by one person, and you're flying around in a ship. You can land it. You can go. You can walk around. You can shoot people. You can play arcade. Like it's just, it's 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 like Blair and is going for like Grand Theft Auto in VR, and then over at True and Pixel, they're like, oh, we're just going to focus on this one thing. Yeah, right? and I think that's what I'm really curious about because if they can nail this one thing, and it can be super crazy exciting and feel like this, you know, this epic arcade game where you're racing through the streets at high speeds and like and and and, and On going a motorcycle, into, yeah, and going into bullet time and then taking down bosses and like it sounds really exciting and it looks decent. I just, I, I this is like it just has to really fucking pull it off perfectly for it to be exciting for people next gen. 
And so I don't know, man. I don't know. Like this is this this one to me is a big question mark. It kind of re- it kind of hangs around like a 6 or so right now because again, I love the cyberpunk concept. I love the ideas of racing through the streets. I, we didn't even have enough racing games on PSVR 1. Forget about racing with combat, you know, re- like vehicular combat stuff is we've been asking for that. Um so but but it's still a big question mark. It just has to feel exciting once I put once I get in there and put the headset on. I don't know. You know, this is this is a great example of kind of the conversation we had earlier about like do indie devs like are they going to be in trouble when they're on PSVR 2 if they don't really bring some something to the table visually. And I think you know, this is just my opinion, but I probably represent or, you know, speak for more than just myself here in that this is a game where it's like the 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 look of it, the kind of like anime-ish look, as cool and inspired as that is, could potentially take away from like blowing me away, you know? Um it could potentially do that for me, and I and I don't think I'm the only one. I I think from a gameplay standpoint, from like you know, uh, I love the aesthetic, I love the way the gameplay looks, but but yeah, if imagine if like this looked like lo-fi, like if it was the same thing but looked like lo-fi, I feel like I'd probably be like, you know, that's just maybe just me. Like the experience that I'm looking for is does involve visuals and uh, this looks super fun, but does it look like a PSVR two game to me? Eh, it kind of looks more like a quest game, um, which isn't bad or anything, but you know, for <laughs> it, this, it also accurate because really, it's also coming to quest. <laughs> well, I want to experience next gen with yeah. PSVR two, So that's just what I want personally. So um, yeah, but I'm still at like a, you know, healthy seven for this, for my hype levels. Cause the, like I said, the the gameplay and aesthetic look awesome. Yeah, Magic the Game Cats in the chat says, "Remember, remember Static and Rush of Blood. A game with any premise can be amazing." So, while I one hundred percent agree with you, Magic, the the issue here is that any game with any premise can be amazing, but not every game with any premise can be amazing, right? Because we have seen plenty of rail shooters on PSVR 1 that weren't very good. And Russia Blood was sort of the standout example of that. We've seen a lot of puzzle games on PSVR 1 that weren't very good, but Static was a standout example of how good they can be. So the, the problem is that like I just don't have as much faith in every developer as, I, as, as maybe I want to have. Um, and so when, when I see a game like this, I'm gonna be like, man, I actually love the aesthetic, to be honest with you. I think it looks great because it has like yeah. this um, anime style, which obviously yeah, what they were going like Akira. for. Akira. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, how did you pronounce that? Akira. Well, one more time. Akira. I'm just fucking kidding, man. Akira. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm just making fun of myself for for getting into that conversation the last time Akira came up. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, I, think, I mean, obviously that's what they were going for, and uh, and I think it looks a lot like what they were going for um my my hope though or 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 my my big question is is it gonna be enough when we when you finish a mission are you gonna be like man i wish i could run out into the street and like you know run through the city and do stuff in the city or is it gonna be like okay this is just racing is this is this because even with right when we talk about the prospect of rush of blood rush of blood 2 existing we don't go oh man we really hope there's just a bunch more roller coaster rides we go man i hope that roller coaster rides is just a part of it and you're part of it and you're walking through this evil amusement park right that's just like been taken over by you know serial killers and, and and demons and hallucinogenic fucking craziness um yeah so i i just again i hope it's enough i i i really want it to be because this game does look exciting 
but not, not yeah, every game. I think it's going to be mostly just on the, you know, just a fleshed out game of what it of what it is on the tracks and stuff. But I agree, it could go, it could have some more legs if it literally gave you legs to walk around on. And, uh, it could have more legs if it gives you legs. All right, there's there's at least one more I want to uh, ask you about because this okay. one I think is a pretty cool one. Yeah. Um, Kayak VR Mirage. <laughs> sure. But yeah. better than life. You know, so so here's one thing about Kayak VR Mirage. It's taught me how to spell kayak. Uh, <laughs> really? Having to type it so frequently. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I just, it's always, I, my initial thought is KY and then nothing pops up. And I'm like, KYAK? No, it's not enough letters. And then I have to go back. And so now I've learned how to spell kayak. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, I, I this, this is this is sort of another one people are raving about how beautiful it is but like is that enough right is it going to simulate how the kayak experience is are, are, am i going to get bored of just kind of going down these uh these these rapids these rivers i think for me i'm visually yes it looks like a next gen game so it's got that check there um while i can understand your concerns gameplay wise some of the trailers i've seen stuff where they're like going through rings they're racing there might be multiplayer in there um you know there's like different environments to go through so there's like a variety of environments so i'm expecting like the you know the depth of this game and everything to be a little bit more showing where it is like a you know smaller studio but visually and like i'm seeing the game modes that i want to see in a game like this which is like um you know like i said going through rings and and having courses and things like that so um yeah i'm pretty i i'm definitely looking forward to this one and uh yeah i would would love to see it uh you know turn out as awesome as it could be as it looks yeah i i, I do hope that this is all uh <laughs> Dark, darkwing chuck that was i'm sorry i won't read i'm not going to read it out loud no i am he says we all know why brian's initial thought was ky and i think when you say it out loud <laughs> um true that they know you well true that they do they know me too well um it's so i, th- I think I hope the racing in this is fun. I hope that the time trials are fun. But for me, you know, we we talk a lot about VR as an escape. Uh, you know, one of our one of our cats out there, Jamie Meow, uh, still swears by Perfect and says it's a great you know vacation simulator. Um, and and and, I, and we know that this one has kind of like a, um, a a chill mode. I don't know exactly what they call it, but it's a uh, you can you can just take your time and, and and row your kayak down the stream and just kind of take in the sights and relax. And I think that, you know, more than ever, uh, VR is, is, it can be good for your mental health. And I think one of those modes where you just kind of like go down the river peacefully and chill, uh, is something that I'm going to be looking forward to, especially if it has this like, you know, amazing realistic style to it. Um, yeah. kind of convince I hope it has enough to keep me coming back, you know? Um, but I do know, but it, from what it, they have so far, it does look like really, really good experience at least. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, I missed whoever's name it was in the chat. I do want to give a shout out. Uh, who, a game that's not even on this list um, is uh, I, I had this list all printed out uh, from uh, from our Discord server. Uh, but this game that I, I don't know if we're assuming it's PSVR two at this point. I think we are maybe more than assuming is Hubris. 
Yes, uh, uh, old Darth was was pointing that out. Old Darth, thank you very much. Yeah, this is anyone who's played the demo of this, and the demo will be available again on Steam very very soon, I believe. Um, it, Hubris is uh, like it really looks like it's a, it's a small team trying to do the work of a big team, uh, and they just have like this name checks out. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, they they just have like these really grandiose. Uh, goals for 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 this game where it's where it's everything that you want to do in vr you know like when i when i interviewed the developers um they i was like is this a first person shooter and they're like it's it's way more than that it's a first person it says like an adventure yeah Right, which so, I love so, because I, I, if there's one thing I love is games that blend a bunch of genres together, um, you know, and not just being limited to being just a shooter alone, um, you know, have some platforming, some adventuring, some swinging, some climbing, some swimming, some shooting, you know, some puzzles. Why not? Yeah, uh, it, just a few. And everyone who's played this has has basically put any fears to rest that this game looks and plays great. Like there's a lot to do. There's a lot of variety, uh, and you know, and that, and that there does not they don't seem to be over over overreaching that they are actually capable of delivering the product that they're promising on. Um, and so this have they confirmed this for PSVR two yet? Because I know they confirmed it basically for PSVR, and I imagine those plans are going to get pushed back <laughs> to the next gen. So like it's kind of like yeah, it's kind of a I want to say it's a given that it'll come to PSVR two, but you know I don't I wait until like they really say it themselves and have at least like some kind of proof or official confirmation. Well, while we're on the topic, AJ, I think it's uh, always fun Humorous to point out. PSVR 2 confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, again, even in this trailer, it says PlayStation VR. Uh, we, I think we can all assume PSVR 2. Uh, but yeah. while, while we're on the topic, AJ, of, of developers saying things uh, kind yeah. of without any, <laughs> without any basis in fact, um, yeah. uh, I think it might be a good time to bring up games like, I don't know, Samurai's slaughterhouse i was just thinking samurai slaughterhouse but they've alluded that they're they've given us a reason to believe why um that is going to happen and that is also i'm glad you mentioned because it is a game that i'm also very excited to to check out i think it looks really cool it does look really cool uh but you know like but again another game with you know one person dev team uh this guy has he's been out on twitter and saying hey i met with sony and uh, you know, we and, and early on he was saying that this could be a PSVR two packing game, but then here we are, all of this time later, with all these different developers who have PSVR two dev kits, like really small developers, like almost everybody that wants a PSVR two dev kit has one. And this guy over there at Tab Games, I think it's Justin Tab, right? Just that his name? Yes, Justin. Yeah. Justin well, he, he's out there on yeah. he's out there on Twitter saying, uh, "I still don't have my PSVR two dev kit." And so, like, how serious could negotiations have really been if all these other teams have their PSVR 2 dev kits, teams as small as his have theirs, but yet he was in negotiations to have this be a packing game, and he doesn't have his kit yet. So just be aware that a lot of people say, hey, I'm bringing my game to PSVR 2, only because that's the plan, not because they've started the process yet. Yeah, that's something that's really, that's why I stick to kind of the big ones, like, try to stick to the ones that we've seen showcased. You know, at least End Dreams came out and announced on Twitter, they had a big, they had a big announcement on Ghostbusters Day. So they did like some court sort of formality to it, had some sort of formality to it. And those are kind of the ones that, you know, I don't want to like be skeptical to every single developer that announces that they're coming to PSVR 2, but, but you have to, because there's a lot, like you said, there's 
there's a lot of developers that just want to uh, bring a game, but it doesn't always work out for a billion different reasons. So, yeah, it is kind of tricky. Even with like the kayak one, you know, that one I kind of let slide a little bit. Like I hope to see that, but you know, that one is a little bit on the suspicious side of as far as being confirmed. Um, but you know, most of these though, we know for a fact they've got their dev kits. They've they've uh, been working on it. They've started development on it, and um, you know, and we will see them. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um... Yeah, I generally like to give everybody the benefit of the doubt. If they say they're going to do it, then we say, yeah, of course they're going to do it. That's just, that's, you know, like, why wouldn't you? And, of course, with PSVR 2, uh, you know, essentially being, I, I would assume uh, anybody out there who's making a VR game has their sights set on PSVR 2 at this point. Um, so anybody who says they're doing it, I'd be like, yeah, they're going to. I, If Samurai Slaughterhouse isn't there for the PSVR 2 launch, I'm sure it'll be there at some point later, right? And But, but getting to this game specifically i will say this is sort of doing the thing that i want swordsman to do right because i'm not a huge fan of battle arenas um especially toshinden god oh don't you say that oh come on man <laughs> battle arena toshinden was amazing no nah, compared to tekken it wasn't and tekken one was out at launch so uh, well yeah okay tekken was far superior but battle arena toshinden was good and so was bloody roar <laughs> Nope. Bloody Roar is better than Battle Arena to Shenzhen. Okay. I mean, that's fine, but you're battling for last place over there. <laughs> There's so many good fighting games on PlayStation 1. Why even bring these games up? Oh, my uh, God. Uh, just, I mean, Tobol 1 and 2. Seriously, really? Those oh, I was awesome. going to say, um, oh, God, why can't I remember the name? Uh, because Bushido Blade. Uh, Bushido Blade was not bad. Bushido Blade. That's I, like the Swordsman on, that's like Swordsman on PS1. Basically, <laughs> Bushido Blade was actually a huge gimmick that worked out. Like, like you can run it's around like anywhere. And we're like, it's well, like a tech demo they turned into a game. Yeah, yeah you can run around anywhere. Our, our stages are huge, but like, yeah, but what you don't get to do anything once you're like more than five feet away from each other. So good, let's chop down some bamboo trees while we wait for the other person to walk over to us and kill them. We need to um, start the stream over and just have like a PS1 debate. Like, <laughs> we need to argue about uh, the best PS1 games now. Yeah, see, the thing is, is you agree with me about the best PSP, uh, best PlayStation 1 games ever made. I think you agree with me. But then you also throw in all of these other crappy games that I just <laughs> I just can't get behind, man. <laughs> Jay, Jay Katz in the chat says Eternal Champions, which which is a Sega Genesis game, but still better than every single fighting game that AJ just listed on PlayStation 1. All right, G give me another game, man. Let's debate about something yeah. else. All right. Um... <laughs> Uh, so how you feeling? So I don't know. Um, I guess maybe this will be the last one too. Um, what do you feel about Ultra Wings Two? Since that has been confirmed, <laughs> I mean, what are you talking about? We don't know who Best put that tweet out. <laughs> I wasn't talking about that. Just them saying. Oh, oh, no. sorry. <laughs> All I saw was a picture of uh, you know the 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 PlayStation VR two picture from the website that they just copied and pasted. Yeah, I think That's all I saw. Uh, my my excitement level for this is like probably around a set, uh, like a six or a seven. Um, I this I think if these guys can get, do you think game... they're going to touch it up? Do you think they're going to touch it up at all for PSVR two and like like I mean like really touch it up or just like a little bit? I mean, have this? I'm assuming this game's on Steam, right? Yes, I think there's a PC version, or yeah. it's coming later. 
I'm looking it up now. So Ultra Wings 2 is on Steam for $18 uh, in early access. And, you know, some of the screenshots do look slightly better than the Quest version. At least, you know, I don't look know. Mostly, look mostly like the Quest version. Yeah. So, I mean, like, you know, like, I I think this game is going to live or die based on how early it gets out there. Um, I think, I think sadly, there's going to be too many other flat screen flight games that come along within the first year or two of PlayStation VR 2 that will just be hybrid. That will be like, oh, you can play this on the flat screen or you can play it on PSVR 2 and it'll be full featured. Um and 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 if this but if this game manages to get out there early uh, and develop a good reputation like Ultra Wings One did on PSVR One, uh, I I think I think they could have a winner on their hands, uh, you know, because we were very even with Ultra Wings One we were very very forgiving of like the kind of primitive visuals because it felt so good to fly around and because they gave us so much fun stuff to do in the game uh, in that open world, uh, and so if they can if they can do the same thing all over again early on in the PSVR Two lifespan, I think I think they'll have a winner. Yeah, I think they would boost their sales a lot if they actually touched up the textures with like some uh, next gen look stuff. Yeah. Oh, I think so too. I think so too. Um, but then that brings me to like Walkabout. I was like, because again, like Walkabout's not confirmed for PSVR yeah, two. Yeah, but that's a mini golf. That's like the only multiplayer mini golf social game that is that we have. You know. Yeah. <laughs> but but right but, but like, mini like, golf is way more appealing than flight sims uh in ter- like oh like for a casual well, market's concerns for yeah. like a casual yeah sure. yeah yeah sorry sirens on my end real close too uh but yeah so, i mean so i would be disappointed if they didn't touch up the visuals the same way i'll be if you know the unconfirmed walkabout mini golf on psvr2 doesn't touch up their visuals but doesn't mean it doesn't mean i'm gonna i'm, I'm gonna play it any less um so yeah so, yeah, I think they could probably do pretty well with this. Should we go out on like a negative note here and be like, I don't care about <laughs> one of these. I mean, I'm looking through the list right shit now about uh, Soul of Cairo. I don't uh, care. Okay, you know what? I'm gonna bring. I'm gonna bring up the trailer. I don't know what it is. I'm gonna bring up the trailer. Two out of ten. I just had to leave on a negative note here. <laughs> okay, so this is Soul of Cairo. Um, <laughs> Yeah, they they I think they announced this game too early. I think they announced that it was coming to PSVR two too early. I think we had a lot a lot of people were looked at it and were like, there's just no reason for this game to exist or anything. Uh, But I do think when you look at some of these interior environments with some cool lighting, uh, some of the detail in it, if they're able to kind of pull the polyarch magic out of Moss and deliver it into this game and tell a cool story and, and make you care about your character, right? Make, make you feel like your character is relying on you um, and, and, and give you reason to peer into that world. Maybe. Maybe. I'll, I will be surprised if this game makes it to PSVR 2. Really? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I yep. mean, okay. I mean, I can't fight you on that one. I mean, I, I will just be, I will be like impressed if it even makes it. Well, we'll see what happens. I, I don't I don't have faith. There's no chance of it being I, I, really good though. <laughs> I don't have faith in it and I also don't have any I don't know anything about the team, so I don't know what they've done before, what they're capable of, or uh or what their funding is like. It's <laughs> Ian Stanbridge says it's moss without mice. Um Yeah. Can't I think the moss out of mice. I, I think when it comes to third person the mice out of moss. I think when it comes to third person games and I hate to just generalize like this, but I do think that you need to kind of prove yourself a little bit more 
than than a first person game. You have to you have to prove to people why this belongs in VR, uh, and that you're not just capitalizing on this sort of niche market uh, because you think it'll sell better in VR than it would on the flat screen. Uh, we'll see, we'll see. Uh, but yeah, th- this need this game needs to be charming as hell for it to work in VR or or for, or for it to get a good reputation. Yep. Yeah. I'm yeah, I'm I'm at like a two on this. Like I, I until yep. until they sell me on it, I kinda don't care. There's a lot of games on this list that I'm seeing where it's like, yeah, there's some some that I kind of give the benefit of the doubt. Like, you know, I could say the same for like Ghostbusters where we haven't seen anything. I could say the same for some of these other ones, but there's a lot on here where it's like, okay, you've showed me so little and like you've basically shown me that you've gotten five seconds of the game working, but you're not actually doing anything or there's no plot to the game it's like yes i'm i'm happy for you but now your next goal is to make a game and impress me and make something that i'm gonna enjoy so you got a lot of these games have a long way to go before that agreed agreed (sighs) aj yo are you ready for a little psvr 20 questions i am man and once again you know uh, sorry about my internet cutting out, but hopefully uh, extending the show a little bit made up for it, guys. And uh, appreciate you very much. <laughs> uh, just I, I, I kind of had a last minute uh, change of thought here as far as the uh, as far as my choice in game goes. <laughs> so give me one second here. Just want to. I'm gonna have somebody come out and take a look at my internet, even though it should be working. There shouldn't be anything wrong with it. I don't know what's going on. Oh, internet, will you ever cease to stop disappointing us? (laughs) All right, I'm going to put six minutes up on the clock. It's my turn to host this game, which means, guys, I've got a PSVR game in mind up in this little tiny lizard brain of mine. Um, And that means you guys out there and AJ have 20 yes or no questions to figure out what PSVR game I'm thinking of. Are you ready, AJ? Let's do this, cats. I'm going to need your help. Yeah, you are. Yeah, you are. It's not an easy one. On your mark. All right. Get set. Go. Is it a shooter? No. no okay. No, you wouldn't. You know, you wouldn't call it a shooter. No. Do you have hands in this game? Um. Like represented hands, like. I don't. They can be floaty or. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think. You don't think you, know, you have I'm, hands? I'm, I'm not going to count the question because I I can't honestly remember. Really? Okay. Yeah. Um. Is it a DualShock supported game? Uh, yes. Okay, figured it's DualShock. Um, if he doesn't know if you have hands, I don't know. It could have other stuff, but we're gonna skip that for now. Um, so, uh, was the game released after 2018? Uh, yes, yes, it was. Okay. Oof. Um, are there puzzles in this game? Uh, no, no, there's no puzzles. No puzzles? Oh, so I might like this game then. Um, well, it's not a shooter. Um, let's see here. After 2018. Um, uh, I'm, I'm looking up a video to find out the hand question. <laughs> <laughs> um... Is it, let's see, 
Is it based on a known IP? Says Old Darth. Old Darth, yes it is. It is based on a known IP. Okay. Okay. Um. Ooh. Based on a known IP. It's not a shooter. There's like no shooting. You might have hands or you might not. Okay, I just so I just saw in a video, I see a hand. Um but it's it's certainly not something you're looking at very much in the It's game. dual shock supported. Does it have move support as well? Let's get that out of the way. Uh no, not to my knowledge. I don't think so. I should have asked if it has aim support. Well, no, it's not a shooter, so it probably doesn't have aim support. Um According to the PlayStation right. store, it does not have move support, no. Okay. Um Let's see here. Ooh. According to my review, it also does not have move support. Is it a platformer? No. Not a platformer, so it can't be Trover. Um, can you play it flat screen? Uh, no, no, you can't. Or is there a flat screen version is what Dan Keeper said? No. No. Not of this game, no. So there's no flat screen. It's VR only. DualShock. Based on a popular IP. Um, no shooting. Do, 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 well, do, not, do. It's not a shooter. It's not a shooter. So there, I thought, oh, I said, okay. So I asked, if, so there might be shooting. There, there, might, there might be some shootings. Certainly not what you're going to be thinking about this game. Uh, is there racing in this game? There is racing in this there game. There is racing. Good job, all you are is history. Um, I'm coming for you all, Jar history. <laughs> uh, DualShock racing. Um, doesn't support the moves. Uh, yeah, let's just go with this. Can you fly? Do you fly in this game? You can fly in this game. That's ten. You can fly in this game. So we need a racing, maybe a racing game. Is there multiplayer? Yeah. Okay. So dual shock, no move support, racing. Um, can fly. It's gotta be, um, is it cartoony? Yes. It is cartoony, so it's not Wipeout. So it could be touring carts. Could be pirate flight. Hmm. How much time do we have left? A uh, minute and 40 seconds. Okay, we gotta start. Um, do you play as an eagle? No. Don't play as an eagle. Uh, do they have, um, people are saying Mario Kart. <laughs> Ooh, um, oh, Tiny Tracks, I think was a launch game or launch window games, but maybe definitely not 2018, but good, good guess though. Um, uh, touring carts has move support. Rush has move support. You guys are on the right track. Keep them coming based on an IP though. Yes. Um, Ooh, is it a no, but there's no flat screen mode, so it couldn't be Trackmania, because Trackmania has a flat screen mode. Don't One play minute. as a bird. It's One not Eagle Flight. Minute. Oh, God, guys, we're running out of time, but we, we're, we're on the right track here. We're so close. Um, do you uh, fly RC airplanes in this? No, you don't. You do not. No, it's not based on a, it's not based on a popular IP. Damn it. Um, let's see here. Are there... Cockpits in the game. Uh, no. Popular IP racing game. 
where you fly. 30 seconds, four questions shot. and a guess. Four seconds and a quest. Uh, <laughs> and, and a quest. Uh, <laughs> and a quest. And a quest. <laughs> Come on, guys. Um, after 2018, uh, flying. I was thinking Mini Motor Racing X, but that's not based on a popular IP. Uh, Battle Zones, not a racer. Dragon Ride, no. Uh, uh, <clears throat> Iron Man's not a racer. And uh, bam! Uh, and dang. Up game. I guess let me take a quick random guess. Oh, is it? Let's see, Dual Shock. Uh, I'm just going to say, is it <laughs> Pirate Flight? Coming out in July 13, 2021, for the amazing price of forty dollars little witch academia, academia. br broom racing had oh, 10 player multiplayer but God. you couldn't race against each other you could just fly <laughs> around this big open area unbelievable oh, terrible game but in, and, and i knew that they you played a lot of it because because you and i were playing it simultaneously and man we oh were not happy <laughs> oh, remember when we actually got the multiplayer working and we're like we got it working sweet what do we do oh there is nothing, nothing. to do this is the multiplayer <laughs> what a waste what you fly around in, the, in a lobby basically <laughs> yeah that's hey, that exactly. a good one man yeah right we were flying around the lobby going how do you start the game? How do you start the race? Like, oh, <laughs> oh, this is it. This is it. A, game, a racing game where you, with multiplayer, where you can't race anybody else. I don't uh, blame you, cats. I do. I'm gonna be honest. The, I thought you had it. We're happy. I thought you had it around ten yeah. questions. I, I thought you were right there. Oh yeah, no, that's a tough one. But the good thing is, is that this just shows that nobody bought it. Luckily. <laughs> Good job, everybody. Well yes. done. <laughs> you did the right thing. Amazing. It Amazing. was worth losing this uh, 20 questions. Well, you know what? I got to say something, AJ. I know that? that besides besides the cutouts of your internet, um, you know, here, here we are. We came in today's show, uh, and, and I think you and I were both a little bit down. Uh, I think that and, and we didn't have a whole lot to talk about in terms of, you know, uh, news, PSVR news. Um, but I will say that, man, we're coming up on almost a two-hour mark. For Gamescast Live, uh, and, uh, and and I had and I had a whole lot of fun hanging out with everybody here. Uh, Me so, too, man. So thank you, thank you, everybody who showed up and stuck around for the entire show or even part of the show. Uh, we thank you very, very much. Yeah, appreciate you guys. Yeah, listen, uh, a few different shout outs. Make sure uh, 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 make sure we say we want to say thank you to Sci Fi Game Cat Henry who does all the timestamps for the show. Uh, shout out to Jay Meow who gets these shows up and running on podcast services of your choice after the fact. Um, obviously, AJ, make sure you subscribe to him over at PSVR Underground. The link for that is in the description below. Join us over on Discord. Uh, the link for that's in the description. Please, if you feel so inclined uh support us on patreon.com slash without parole games we can get some exclusive videos or just your name on that little scroll down below or access to voice chat over on discord uh thank you to everybody who hung out and uh and and, and watched the show thank you everybody who, who tipped uh thank you to everybody who changed your name to GameCat, even though you didn't get a shout out this week i promise you that segment will be back next week you'll get a shout out then uh and of course thank you to everybody who sat back and watched the show and didn't say goddamn word we know you're out there and we love you just as much happy fourth of july everybody Happy 4th of July to you guys. Brian, release the Catton.
Because I want to say, so you guys have a wonderful night. Happy 4th of July. Be safe out there. Enjoy some fireworks. Get some beer. Get some grilling done. Hopefully you've had a wonderful day. Ian Stambridge, thank you so much, man. All you are is history. Who's going to now buy uh, Little Witch Academia because no. we talked about how no. bad it is. No. Well, by that's, the that's basically... If, if you're going to buy it, if you're going to buy it, buy the limited run version because there was only like a thousand copies of that made or something. So like, at least make, get your money's worth. John Tatum, thank you so much, my dude. Shapeshifter, the Anamorph, the Anamorph Game Cat, later too. Dark Angel, later. GC13, Die Pepsi Cat, thank you so much for tuning in tonight. Old Darth, a PSVR2 gaming hound dog. You ain't nothing but a hound dog. Oh, I'm hydrated, man. I'm hydrated. Let's do this. Dan, I need to hydrate my internet service, is what I need to do. Uh, Johnny No Pockets, aka Who That Game Cat, says tip your waiters and don't blow off a finger out there 20 percent 20 percent it's at least 20 percent shades of gray matter uh happy fireworks day to you as well ash we are the groovy game cat thank you for what you guys do uh ben dawson um it says aj stop broadcasting near the event horizon of a black hole <laughs> it will improve your internet <laughs> listen man i like to be out in space and i like to if i see a black hole i'm going in it wow. yeah i said it let's wow. go <laughs> you do the same you do the same I, I probably mr. Yeah. mr ky i'm sponsored by ky uh, <laughs> chrome colossus not a sponsor not a sponsor guys chrome colossus aka gb the abbreviated game cat aka genetic blasphemy dude, uh, hector dude. robles says get slimed how fucking funny would it be if next week we actually had an actual sponsorship by ky jelly ky whatever the hell it is. And I could, Dr. Dance. I, and I could actually just hold it up on the screen next to me and do a, a, a real legit <laughs> fake sponsors. We should just have fake sponsors. We should just say, we should just have like a prop ready every week and just say like, this is our sponsor <laughs> of the day. Can we get in trouble for that? Or can we just say yeah. they're a sponsor and, yeah, and then just, Let's play it safe and not do that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Dr. Dance, does that mean he can dance and heal people with his dancing? That maybe, would be amazing. Maybe. How cool would that be? I mean, I mean, you guess. Yeah, be the weirdest doctor you ever. Be like, uh, doctor, I've got hemorrhoids. Comes in and starts doing a jig. You're like, what? I think that's called a witch doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Looper. Good to see you, homie. Wow. All you guys have a wonderful night. Thank you so much, man, for all the support. As always. Happy uh happy fourth everyone. We love you all.